Have you ever thought about making a podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast directly from your phone or on your computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast even with very, very little listeners. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I look forward to hearing your podcast soon. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to my first episode of Mind Your Way. I've been wanting to start a podcast for so long and I always made excuses for why I didn't have time or didn't know how to do it and I kind of thought this was the perfect time to do it with more time on our hands and yeah so it is time. I had originally planned to do my first post for a Sunday but I wanted to post this one as soon as possible just to, to launch it and tonight as I stood in my street um, at 8pm while everybody was clapping for the NHS staff it hit me that right now is the time to launch this because right now we need to be together and be united. You know our NHS staff are out there on the front lines for us and we need to be strong, not even just for the NHS, but all those workers who are still out there. My husband's a lorry driver for um a bakery, one of the largest bakeries in the UK. And obviously he is a key worker because we all need our bread. Um, But there's people in Tesco's, you know, all those menial jobs that people never really thought anything of. They're the ones that are out there exposing themselves. Yes, they're being as careful as they can, but they are still the ones out there while we are at home. But while we are at home, it is hard because we're the ones that are are at home and struggling mentally. You know, now more than ever, focusing on our mental and physical health is of utmost importance. For most of us, we are separated from our loved ones, our friends, those who we are used to spending more time with. Um, We're not used to getting the um as little exercise as we are now you know we're not getting out and about as much and if we do go out it's it's very anxiety inducing um all of this is detrimental to both your physical and your mental health so it is something that we do need to to consider and I wanted to take this time out from being at work to help others know that they aren't on their own, that they have people they can socialise with. Yes, it isn't in person, but let us remember that we can be there for each other, even just online, um, whether it be on video, whether it is just in messages. Um, it is something that we can do for each other. I do have a list of guests for the podcast already, and I am going to continue with my initial plan for this while also adding in different things that that I'm doing to keep myself occupied and others are sending me things that they want to add into it as well. I am always complaining that I don't have enough energy and time left to do things around the house um, that I would like to. And obviously being someone that lives with chronic pain and fatigue, once I've done my day's work, I come home and apart from walking my mother-in-law's dog, I pretty much do nothing. I do as little as I possibly can just to rest up for the next day. Um, so things do get on top of me. Things that I want to do around the house, they kind of get pushed to the side and things can get forgotten. So during my isolation period, I am taking one room at a time and getting through things. 
I've done my living room this week and I've done most of my kitchen. I'm working on my office at the moment because I have so much that I want to do up there. So I'm kind of rearranging it, um, which is not a fun task because it feels like it should be a big room, but it's actually not. There's, there's a lot of furniture and a lot of things to go into it, but it will help me be able to do admin, do videos, do podcasts and also have space for my jewellery. And have a wee, um, I have a sofa up there, I do plan on getting rid of that, but right now it's it's just going to have to sit where it is and and that's that. It's somewhere that I can go and take a bit of time out. Um, but during the time looking at my living room um, and sorting all of it out, I it was a very emotional but enjoyable experience because my family love capturing memories even though my husband makes fun of us for it, but we do, we love capturing memories. We're always taking pictures and um, I was just pulling out all these different albums and different things that um, I had so many pictures that were just in the wee folders that they come in. But I also pulled out a wee book that my sister had made whenever I was getting married 10 years ago. It was really lovely reading through those messages from from friends and family um, letting us know that they were thinking of us during that time that they weren't with us. For those of you who don't know, we travelled to Florida and got married in 2010. But even looking back on that, it's 10 years this June since we got married. And in 2010, that was the year that the volcano erupted and the whole world came to a standstill. Um, and obviously, it, it was a very different crisis than it is now, but I am suddenly reminded of how bizarre and how traumatic that was back then as well. I used to work in a call centre for a travel company at that time and I used to come home every night in tears because of the people who were stuck in places, the people who wanted to be somewhere else. I always remember this one girl who had called in because she was begging for her help. Her, her father had passed away um, and she was out in Australia and he was here in the UK and she needed to get home for the funeral. And it's always stuck with me that she didn't get to say goodbye to him. And right now, our crisis is very different. But we have people losing their loved ones. And although we are so close, we aren't able to be there. So, yes, we're here. But we might as well be a thousand miles away because we can't actually be there with them. And that's what's really striking me with so many people being very callous about... um, Not callous, but selfish and... And really flippant about this whole virus and how, I mean, I heard a woman today saying, oh, if we're going to get it, we're going to get it. It's all just scaremongering. But the reality is there's people out there in hospitals on their own dying and their loved ones are at home, not knowing what's going on, you know, um, not able to be there for them. People are heartbroken at losing their loved ones and can't be there with them right now. And... I think we have to be grateful, those of us, if we if we are the ones who would survive it, you know, yes, it is okay to say if I got it, I would survive. I don't know that I would, um, but we do have to think about the others. And that wasn't really where I was going with that. Um, I think if this virus is teaching us anything, it's we need to stop taking life for granted. We need to to live life to the fullest and appreciate the little things, you know, like being able to go to, for a walk without the worry of those around us coughing near us or um, 
I mean, I walk along the Cumber Greenway and it really induces my anxiety because so many people walk right beside you. I had a girl today, whenever I was coming back from walking the dog, she was right behind me and I just kept thinking, please don't cough, please don't cough, please don't cough. And it does make me so unwell to, to get that anxious. Um, it would be nice to not have that worry whenever I go out or... Being able to go for food shopping without having to stand two metres away from people and queue outside for ages just to get in and then get in and there's still empty shelves and people have panic bought so many ridiculous things that they're never going to make it through. Um, and even the likes of going to work, so many days I used to wake up and go, oh, I don't want to get up, I don't want to go to work. But you know what? This morning I woke up and I thought, I wish I was going to work. I would give anything to be going to work right now. So I look forward to the day I actually can do that. Even the likes of seeing our friends, you know, my best friend. We haven't seen each other in nearly two years. And even though we have our separate lives, I'll always call her my best friend. You know, she's been a part of my life since I was 11 years old and I love her desperately and we both have our busy lives and we haven't seen each other in so long and I think something like this here is making me realise we do need to go out of our way to really make that effort to actually be there with our friends and um, you know even people that I do see regularly that I work with or just other people that I maybe meet for dog walks or whatever you know it makes me realise that I took that for granted as well. You know, I was sitting thinking earlier, I was on the phone to my mum and my dad and it just made me realise, hang on, I would love to just be sitting in their house, mucking about with the dog and having a cup of coffee and and it just being so easy. You know, I think we definitely need to learn to not take life for granted because it's so easy to do. It's so easy to just be just kind of coast along and I would urge anybody to think about that whenever this is all over don't let us get back into this way again of just going to work and coming home and going to work and coming home and um and even for me somebody who suffers with their mental health I look for any excuse with that just to not have to leave the house sometimes because it is so hard um but I'm going to make an effort to really push myself to do more, to get out more, to to get myself fitter and feel mentally and physically better. But anyway, I really just wanted to introduce this blog, blog, this podcast. I don't know whether it has given you an idea of what we're going to do or whether I've just made you listen to a load of rubbish for 10 minutes. But I do want to say thank you for listening. Um... It is definitely something that I'm really passionate about. I do have, as I said before, I do have a few people who will be guests and I don't know whether the next podcast will have a guest on it or whether it'll just be me. Um, but I will be keeping everybody up to date on my Instagram and probably over on my blog as well. So go check that out. It's at Lindsay's World and Lindsay is spelled L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y. But anyway, guys, I just I want to thank you again for listening. Um, I will sign off. Be strong, be safe, and don't forget to mind your way.